Hi there, and thanks for joining us for the weekly career clip. Bite-sized snippets of our full episodes designed to help you find a career path that really fits you. For more of this great content, check out our full episodes. Welcome to the weekly career clip. And going back to college when you when you studied art, did you have any idea that you would be an entrepreneur with your own business in your mid-20s? Um, what were you thinking back then? Well, I know I certainly hoped so, but I didn't know what the reality of that was. I know that uh, for a field in the arts, there's definitely a lot of misconceptions within the creative arts world. And uh, there's a myth of a starving artist, to be honest. And so I was lucky to have a support system that really encouraged me to go down this creative path, despite uh, the misnomers that there is no uh, money in it, that that you're not going to be successful, or that if you are successful, it's a rarity. So I was really delighted to see once I left college how that just simply wasn't true, how the arts is a lucrative field, uh, there's an abundance of opportunities. Um, So I was really delighted to kind of play in the creative arts field for a little while before I decided to launch my own business. Um, But I certainly hoped that I would make it to where I am now. Um, I wasn't sure what the timeline would look like, but I'm definitely grateful for it. Let's go back to that transition to working in the art gallery that you mentioned before starting your own business. What were some of the biggest things you learned through that experience that helped you get to this current job? Definitely. Well, I think one of the things that I learned is that the creative arts field is very unique in that there is no particular set path laid before you. I know that in some other careers, for instance, if you wanted to become a doctor, there is a a path laid before your feet that many have walked before you. You go to undergraduate school, medical school, school, residency, in place for hospital. For a creative career, it's wildly different in that everybody's experience is going to be unique. So I knew going into this that uh, my path was going to be different than others before me. So it's a little bit difficult to give advice on that kind of thing simply because of that reason. There's a a novelist who writes that Writing a novel is like driving at night. You can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. And I feel like that's a good metaphor for a creative arts career in that you never really see the full path laid before you, but you just have to trust that uh, it'll get you to where you need to go. And you gotta trust your intuition, trust your instincts, and uh, follow what interests you, follow your curiosity. Uh, When I first entered the field, it was almost an accident. Um, I was just applying for a job to uh, make a little bit of money while I waited for my then fiance to graduate. He was one semester below me. Um, And I applied for a job in an art gallery, not really knowing what it was like, not really knowing what the world was like, but just thought I would give it a try. And I ended up loving it. Uh, Got into art sales for a while. That opportunity led to another opportunity at a high-end art gallery in Park City, which was one of the best experiences of my life. And I actually still work with that art gallery. So I think that one of my biggest advices to anybody transitioning from college to uh, the, the art world is to take whatever opportunities interest you because you never know where they're going to be. Let's talk about fear. I think a lot of people have ideas about something. Maybe they think they have this idea. I think I could own my own business and I'd love to do that. But there's this big F-bomb standing in their way and they're just like, wait, I don't think I have the courage to do that. How did you overcome that, Veronica? Definitely. And and I'm not going to say that I don't have fear because I still still do struggle with uh, feeling fearful of 
really what comes down to is just being vulnerable. Um, and arts in itself is already a very vulnerable profession because you're, you sometimes feel like your self-worth is so intertwined with your art uh, that it's hard to separate the two. Uh, if someone insults your, it criticizes your work, it kind of feels personal. So you're already feeling this sense of vulnerability, but I think that honestly college does help prepare you for that level of criticism and reduction. Um, I know that if you're going into an arts field or have an arts degree, you're accustomed to regular critiques of your work. And that kind of allows you to uh, get comfortable with that sort of rejection or that sort of confronting the fear of criticism. Um, so I have I have college to thank uh, for my tougher skin of, of going through that. But I think also it's just important to remember how when you do feel most vulnerable, it's usually when you are growing the most. Um, so I think it's really, you gotta remember that your deepest connections, your deepest relationships are the ones where you're the most vulnerable. And I think people are drawn to that authenticity and people, you endear others towards you through your own vulnerability. So although it's a scary thing to do, um, a lot of times people will really see that authenticity, see that vulnerability in you and respond very positively to that. Uh, and it's a moment where you're growing the most. And when someone's trying to start their idea, like you said, people get famous so quickly. What what would your tips be for just beginning an endeavor and, and just having the courage to jump in and open up your social media, your website, and just hang up your shingle and say, here I am ready to be your artist. You're a person with a good idea. What is the advice you have for beginning to market yourself? Um, before I began to market myself, I had to think about what exactly I wanted my brand to be, what exactly I wanted to represent myself. Um, so whether that's something that's uh, more whimsical, playful, or more serious, or uh, whatever your brand you consider it to be, I like to think holistically about what do I want that to be, and then everything else will follow in line with that. So before I actually launched my business, I. I actually probably unnecessarily created an entire brand guide for my business before I ever launched. So I had color schemes, I had words and association that I wanted my brand to be associated with, I had different fonts and text, different descriptors, I had all these different designs ready, uh, not necessarily because that was what I was immediately going to put out, but because it was something that I wanted to keep in mind as, a, again, a guiding light to how I wanted to present myself to the world.